We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Friday, September the 25th, 2020. On today's show, happy game day eve, everyone. I will give you my official prediction. Yes, South Carolina, Tennessee, Saturday night at williams Bryce Stadium, the game tomorrow night, Gamecocks and Vols. I will give you my official prediction. Why I think it'll go that way, I'll break down the game, but my official prediction coming out on today's show. Also, your voicemails to get to as well. We got a packed show. It's all brought to you by our friends over at my bookie. Guys, football is here. College football, NFL, it's all in full swing. We got other sports going on as well. Postseasons are getting underway, and at my bookie, that can only mean one thing. It is Winning season. Winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means free bets, super contests, survivor, and more. At my bookie, winning season is all about your chance to win big. Guys, you can bet anything. Bet NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, UFC, college football, NFL, anything and everything you can think of, you can bet on it. The craziest sports time of your lifetime is here. It's simple. Make your picks, win big, collect your cash. Invest in your intuition, select from hundreds of future bets, or you can bet games in real time with MyBookie's live betting. Put that big brain of yours to good use. Go to MyBookie.ag. That is MyBookie.ag and use the promo code Gamecocks. So it's very simple. MyBookie.ag, promo code Gamecocks, and double your first deposit. Guys, new players get up to $1,000 in free play. So if you go to MyBookie.ag, put in promo code Gamecocks, and you put in 1000 bucks, guys, they are going to match that 1000 They're going to give you literally a free $1,000 to play with. You cannot lose in that scenario. I, honestly, you're either going to win your money or you're going to lose, and guess what? It's not going to hit your bank account. It's designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Thousands across sports wagers, props, and parlays await. Sign up now to bet with the best and celebrate your victory. Again, that's mybookie.ag, promo code Gamecocks, mybookie.ag, promo code Gamecocks. Your winning season begins today only at mybookie. Let's get it. Chris Silk, Joseph Spurs Up Show as always. Appreciate you all tuning in and let me be the first 
to wish you a very happy game day eve. Folks, we finally made it. We are now whenever you listen, we might be less than 24 hours from kickoff whenever you listen to this, depending on that. But we're just about 24 hours away from a kickoff at Williams-Brice Stadium as South Carolina and Tennessee get set to do battle tomorrow night at Willie B. And honestly, guys, I am so – my adrenaline's pumping. The blood is pulsating through my veins right now. I can barely contain my excitement, as you can hear right now, on the airwaves. I really do appreciate you guys tuning in here on a Friday and hope everything's going well. TGIF, hope everything is going fantastic on your neck of the woods and your neck of the woods on your side, whatever it may be. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Let's go ahead and dive into everything first. Couple of housekeeping items, couple of reminders, guys. If you have not done so, take five seconds out of your day, whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever it may be, rate and subscribe. Go leave five stars. Leave your thoughts, your feedback, your comments, things you like, things you don't like. Again, does not matter what platform you're on. If you guys could take five seconds to do that, I would truly do appreciate it. Also, if you're not subscribed, hammer that subscribe button, guys. The daily podcasts are back. You want to get those daily notifications when the podcast drops. So again, Rate and subscribe, and I appreciate those who've already done so. Also, just want to let you guys know, The Daily Crow has been a massive success this week, and if you're unfamiliar with it, 12 to 1 every single day on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, daily Q&A basically for you guys, but has been a massive success. I am going to be going live with The Daily Crow pregame and postgame. So tomorrow, 6 to 6.30, I will take you guys' questions, give my last-minute thoughts on the game. And then immediately following the game, I will go live for probably 30 minutes or so as well, which that could be a lot of fun. That could be very interesting. But I just want to say I appreciate you guys tuning into that, obviously being very interactive, asking your questions. But the Daily Crow, yes, I am planning on doing pregame and postgame for every single game. So, And I will obviously you know, put that up or whatever. But tomorrow before the game, 6 o'clock, I will be going live, taking you guys' questions. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, last thing really quickly, where will I be doing it from? Overtime Bar and Grill, the watch party. If you did not know, if you have not heard, throwing a watch party at Overtime Bar and Grill tomorrow night. Uh, doors at 5 or 5.30, whenever you want to show up. Like I said, I'll do that live show at 6. Kickoff, obviously, at 7.30. There's a ton of great specials, food and drink. Going to be a blast. So if you guys need a spot to watch the game, if you're in the city, it's free admission. You cannot beat the specials anywhere in the city. Come on out to Overtime Bar and Grill. It is where the Spurs Up show will be. All right. Let's go ahead and dive into it. My first prediction of the 2020 football season. I know all of you guys have been asking me all week, Chris, who are you taking? Who are you taking? And I've obviously saved my pick. I've saved my prediction for this moment. And we're going to dive into it. So, you know, I talked on yesterday's show, obviously, the key matchups and the keys to the game. And, you know, looking at this football game, you know, I'm so ready for kickoff tomorrow because, I mean, all we've been doing, it feels like we've been, break, we've been breaking down this game for like over a month. I mean, we've just been talking about Ever since we found out the schedule, we've been talking about this South Carolina Tennessee game, the ins and outs of it, and what needs to happen, this and that, whatever. Obviously, a lot has happened since then, since we found out South Carolina was playing Tennessee. Colin Hill has been, been named QB1. Um, Marshawn Lloyd has gone down with a season ending injury. Like a lot of things have happened. When you take a look at this game, and it's like I said yesterday, the first place that I look in this game is the line of scrimmage. You, you have to start at the line of scrimmage in this one. Um, we've all seen, again, the graphic, which I've referenced multiple times. We've all seen, though, what Tennessee returns up front. They have four five-star guys on their offensive line. I'm not 100% sure Cade Mays is going to be eligible, to, even, if he, even if he's not. They've got a ton of talent. They're a big, physical offensive line. And I think their fifth O-lineman's like a sixth-year senior. So they're, they're extremely talented on the line, and it's probably their best unit on their entire team. 
You look at South Carolina on the defensive front, who I think has a ton of talent, but you have to replace Javon Kinlaw, which is why I cited Zach Pickens against Trey Smith or whoever he goes up against as one of the most pivotal matchups of the game tomorrow. South Carolina, a team, you know, Colin Hill, your starting quarterback. Who, honestly, guys, I think Colin Hill is going to play well tomorrow. I, I don't know. For whatever reason, people I've talked to who are behind the scenes, closed doors, that have watched him in scrimmages, they feel very, very good about him. And so I, I expect Colin Hill, I don't expect him to wow or anything, but I do think he plays an efficient style of football. And I do, I do think he moves this offense. Now, again, I'm not saying they score 30. But I'm saying I, th I think Colin Hill is going to play a solid game tomorrow night. You know, I think there are matchups in this game that South Carolina can win. I think South Carolina – I really like South Carolina secondary against these Tennessee wide receivers. You know, they lose some key pieces from last year's team that South Carolina, thank God, does not have to see again. You don't have to worry about. Um, one of my other key matchups that I didn't mention yesterday, because obviously you could just go down the list of these matchups, but Ernest Jones, Sherrod Green, that linebacking core against Eric Gray and Ty Chandler, the running backs from Tennessee, because I think Tennessee, these two teams are very, very similar. These two teams are very similar in kind of, I think, what they want to do and what their goal is going to be tomorrow night. Both teams are going to try to establish the run, bottom line. Both teams have good offensive lines. I would say Tennessee's is a little better, but I like South Carolina's offensive line. I really do. Now, Tennessee certainly has the nod at the running back position. But, you know, I think South Carolina has enough serviceable bodies to, to be fine, okay? I think they have enough serviceable bodies to be fine. But both teams are going to try to establish the run. And, and I talked about it ad nauseum yesterday, but I'm going to stress it again. This game's going to come down to line of scrimmage. It, it really is. And I know it sounds boring, and it's not flashy, and it's not fun, as fun to talk about. You know, let's talk about wide receivers, and let's talk about running back. But at the end of the day, this game will be one in the trenches, like most are. This game will be one in the trenches. Who can win at the point of attack? Again, South Carolina loses Javon Kinlaw. I expect Zach Pickens to have a big game. You talk about Jabari Ellis. You talk about Keir Thomas. You talk about Rick Sandage. I think those guys should be able to hold their own. And I expect South Carolina defensively, you know, I'm, I'm very curious. And again, it's why I listed yesterday Will Muschamp versus Jeremy Pruitt because I'm so intrigued to see what Will Muschamp comes up with. You know, will South Carolina stack the box and put J.C. Horn and Israel McQuamu on islands out there? Because the way I look at it is if you truly do believe these guys are elite corners, which, I, you know, we all believe that, right? I mean, I, I, everything tells me that South Carolina believes that. They obviously believe in their guys. You know, if you truly believe that, then I say screw it. Put them out there one-on-one. -on -one. Hey, you're this big-time player? Go out there and cover these guys one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to stack the box because you can't let Eric Gray and Ty Chandler just run all over you all night. You've got to find a way, if you're South Carolina, to put this game on the right arm of Jarrett Garantano. you got to find a way to do it. And listen, I know he shredded you last year, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say this. And again, if you get upset at me saying this, I don't care. But Jarrett Garantano is very Jake Bentley-esque in the sense that he does have his moments of brilliance, but he will, he'll also be good for a boneheaded throw or two that I think this South Carolina secondary can take advantage of. So you've got to find a way if you're the South Carolina defense to slow down the running game just enough, you know, to get Tennessee in some third and long, some third and sixes, some third and sevens, some third and eights. Get them playing behind the sticks on first down. 
you got to find a way to do that. I think if you do, you can have a lot of success defensively. You can force some errant throws, get yourself a couple turnovers. Boom, you're in business. And then on the flip side for South Carolina offensively, you know, again, I, I think that's probably going to be Tennessee's game plan too. You know, because South Carolina is going to try to run the football. There's no question. And, you know, I, just thinking of it from the other side, I'm sure Tennessee is thinking defensively, hey, we can stop the run. South Carolina does not have, outside of Shaw Smith, you know, we all think Xavier Leggett's going to be a nice player, but really outside of Shy Smith, you don't have any proven big-time playmakers that have, that have made big-time plays in big-time games. I mean, yes, Leggett had the touchdown against Vanderbilt, but he hasn't had a big-time play in a big-time game yet. So if I'm Tennessee, I'm making South Carolina and Mike Bobo prove, hey, you can beat us through the air. I'm making Colin Hill prove that. And I expect Tennessee, I mean, they'd be stupid if they didn't do this, but I expect Tennessee to try to take Shy Smith away. So who's going to step up on the outside? Because, listen, I think you should try to establish the run 110%. But you've got to be able to throw the football down the field. You've got to be able to stretch the field and keep the defense honest, if nothing else. So who's that guy going to be? Is it going to be Leggett? Is it going to be Dak Joyner? Is it going to be Luke Doty? Maybe a Rico Powers? Maybe a Jakari Caldwell? Who's it going to be? Who's going to be that guy? We're going to find out that answer, obviously. but. Who is going to be that guy? But I expect South Carolina, because again, I, I talked about one of my keys to the game, positive turnover margin. You have to win the turnover margin. And again, who knows? I, that's, that's, this game is so I'm, so, I'm so hyped for this game because I'm so intrigued to see, you know, what is this team going to look like? I mean, Mike Bobo, new OC. Again, we feel good about the defense, but you lost some key pieces there and all of your your key pieces that return, they're all year older, so you feel like they got better and you've got some talented freshmen, but it's like there are so many unknowns with this football team. And I know every team has their unknowns, but South Carolina seems to have a ton, which is exciting and also worrisome. But what I expect to see from this offense, and I've been preaching it for weeks, um, like I said, I expect Colin Hill to play well. I really do. I, I just I have a good feeling. I'm not saying he's going to throw for 350 and light up the scoreboard, but I don't think Colin Hill is going to play South Carolina out of the game. I really don't. I don't think he's going to play South Carolina out of the game. I don't think he's going to make any dumb forced mistakes. You know, again, this is a big test for him. You know, he played a little bit against Arkansas last year, but I would say this is his first legit SEC game especially when you think of Arkansas and their defense compared to Tennessee's defense, it's no comparison. So this is a big test for Colin Hill. You know, I, again, I'm expecting South Carolina, I've said for weeks, I expect it to be a very efficient offense, an offense that, you know, is going to pride itself on not turning the football over, not shooting itself in the foot, and it's not going to put its defense in bad positions. With that being said, I, I certainly do think South Carolina is going to take some shots. You have to. You have to. You got to find a way, get creative, whatever you got to do. I think they'll take some shots down the field. Um, again, I expect Colin Hill to be very good with the football. I expect him to be, be, be very careful with it. I don't think he's going to put it in harm's way. Um, if the check down's there, I think he's going to use it. I think he's going to be that guy. I, I don't think you're going to see him maybe not so much the gunslinger mentality. But again, I think he'll go downfield because I've heard from people, heard from different sources and stuff that talk about Colin Hill, and they say, this kid's got an NFL arm. There's some people that say that. Now, will, does he? We'll find out tomorrow night, and we'll find out this season. But I expect this Gamecocks offense to be somewhat methodical, nickel and diamond down the field. You know, I, I, again, I'm not expecting anything crazy, any, any, 
you know, anything's going to blow you away. But, but to get to the point, my prediction for this game tomorrow night, I've talked about what I expect on both sides from both teams. You know, again, we talked about the importance of this game, not just for South Carolina, but both programs. This game's massive for Tennessee and for South Carolina. You know, Tennessee just extending Jeremy Pruitt, giving him a contract extension. That's going to look mighty foolish if they lose this one, right? But I think when you take a look at this game, again, I, I do think South Carolina can hold their own in the trenches. I do. I, I really do believe in this Gamecocks offensive and defensive line. I do believe that South Carolina's defense can have success, especially getting the ball off of Jarrett Garantano. I really do believe so. The question for me comes back to offense. Does South Carolina have enough offensively to, to score enough to win? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And so, as you guys know, in the offseason, when I gave my official predictions for the season, I picked Tennessee to win this game, 23-17. to 17. That was my final score prediction. I'll be honest with you guys. You know, you lost Marshawn Lloyd, and Colin Hill is named QB1. There's really nothing that happened this offseason that is going to change my prediction very much. I think right now, again, you get it at home, but it's not a packed Willie B. You got 20,000 people. It's not going to be the same. I do think those 20,000 will be raucous now. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be the same. We can't pretend like it's going to be the same. I think right now these two teams are very, very close to each other. They're very even, but right now I think Tennessee does have less question marks offensively than South Carolina. You know, you know it's going to take a few weeks for this Gamecocks offense to really get rolling. I, I just believe that. I think it's going to take a few weeks. And again, I've told you guys, this is a coin flip game. It really is. This game could go either way. It would not shock me at all, no matter who wins the football game. But right now, with the question marks South Carolina has at all of the skill positions, we're talking wide receiver, we're talking running back, you've got a brand-new quarterback, you've got a brand-new OC. And you're replacing your center, by the way, which, again, I think the O-line will be good, but that, that's something to watch, too. Eric Douglas in there, his first start at center on the year. you got to replace Donnell Stanley. That's, that's a, that's a big, big replacement. So right now, because of that, because of the questions South Carolina has offensively, I think Tennessee is going to have just enough to edge out South Carolina, and, and it pains me to say that, and obviously I don't want that to happen. I don't want to be right, but right now I think Tennessee has less question marks than South Carolina offensively, and I think that'll be the reason they'll win the game. I've got Tennessee pulling it out tomorrow night at Willie B. I've got them 24-20 to 20 volunteers getting the W. Again, I think it's a back-and-forth game. I think it's certainly a fourth-quarter game. There's no question. I mean, I could see it being like 17 to 17 or maybe even 20 to 17 USC going into the, going into the fourth quarter. I think it's a fourth quarter game 110%. But like I said, right now, you know, Tennessee is solid defensively as well for sure. That let's, let's not sleep on Tennessee's defense. They have a good defense. They've got, I think, four seniors or five seniors and they're too deep on the defensive line. They, they're a good defense. Protecting Colin Hill will be of utmost importance because obviously, again, we know his injury history. Not a mobile guy. You got to keep him upright. But again, I just think breaking in everything you're breaking in offensively for South Carolina, I just don't expect this offense to come into the first game clicking on all cylinders. And again, it's unfortunate because in the old schedule, you had Coastal, 
You had ECU. You had some time to get things rolling. Tennessee and then even week two at Florida, that, that, that's not the teams you want to get your offense warmed up against. You know what I mean? So, again, I think it's a back-and-forth game. I think it's a very close game. And, again, I would not be shocked if it was 24-20 to 20 South Carolina. I really wouldn't. I, it, I really wouldn't. It's really going to come down to just who makes fewer mistakes. And that might sound obvious to some of you. But in, in a game like this especially, that's what it's going to come down to. But I, I just think right now, with the questions South Carolina has offensively, I, I do think Tennessee has less question marks than we do. And for that reason, I've got them getting the 24-20 to 20 win. So that is my prediction. Again, I, I'm hoping and praying – that I am wrong. I'm hoping and praying that I am wrong. And again, it would not shock me either way um, if South Carolina was to get W. It really wouldn't. So that is my prediction. Again, Vols 24, Gamecocks 20. Send your hate tweets at the Spurs Up Show or at CBLE19. I'll gladly, I'll gladly respond. I'd love to have the banter with you guys too. And I'm sure we'll have it on the Daily Crow today, but that is my score prediction right now, 24 to 20 Tennessee. All right, before we, in closing here, before we end the show, I missed a couple of listener voicemails for yesterday's show. I apologize on that. So let's go ahead and knock these out, and uh, then we'll close up and go into the weekend. Hey, what's up, Chris? I uh, just wanted to uh, say I uh, love the show, man. Um, love what you do. Love the grind that you got. Um, but, look, here's my prediction for the game uh, this weekend. I really, there's no reason why anybody should pick South Carolina to win this game. Uh, you, you see what they did last year. Um, they scored for our secondary. Uh, we lost a lot of pass rushers on defense uh, this past year, and I really don't know if Tennessee has lost anything. Um, so really my prediction for this game is uh, 31-17 uh, Tennessee. I think our offense gets rolling late in the game and just can't, uh, just can't come back from that deficit. So, uh, but anyway, looking forward to it on Saturday and go Cox. 31 to 17. Boy, oh boy. I, I mean, I respect it. Respect your prediction, obviously. You make some valid points for sure. And I mean, we all know how the game turned out last year. Woo, it is going to be a rough time in Gamecock country and a rough time for yours truly if we lose this football game 31 to 17. I, I, I really want to believe this South Carolina defense is better than that. I, I really do. You know, because if you're if you're truly taking the next step as a defense, if you're taking that next step, you're not giving up 31 in week one to a Tennessee offense that's not that great. It's not great. It's really not. <laughs> you should have some success defensively. So he says 31 to 17. I respect it. Whatever. All right. Final final voicemail here, and this comes from someone a familiar voice and a familiar face from last year's shows during the season. Chris, it's Dale Medfield calling in. I've been dormant like Bermuda grass in the wintertime, but it's time for the cock football again, baby. I got something to say about this week's game. I think Colin Hill is going to be a great quarterback. I'm very excited to see his scheme in Bobo's system. And I really do believe in what the coaching staff has come up with in this shortened off season. Whatever you want to call it, it's all been just a big mess to me. But I'm very excited to finally get back to Gamecock football. 
and I expect a W in Williams Bryce this weekend. I'm calling the score right now. It's going to be Cox 31, Tennessee Balls 20, and I hate to say I'm not going to be there, but I'm not. I can't be there yet. I got to got to work out some stuff, and I'll be back. I'll be back to Williams Bryce. I promise. I can't wait to drink a cold beer in the stands. That's another big thing I'm excited about. But another guy I'm excited to see finally, Jordan Birch. We get to see the five-star that we've been wanting, and I think he's going to step up in a huge, huge role. Coach Boom better have the boys ready. But, but the chickens prevail Saturday, baby. Spurs up, go Cox. Dale from Edgefield, you have to love it. What a way to go into the weekend with an electric electric voicemail and Dale from Edgefield's got the Gamecocks 31 to 20 and sir I will sign up for that score right now give me that score right now I will take it I will take it for sure always good to hear from Dale from always good to hear from Dale from Edgefield for sure all right guys appreciate you all tuning in last thing really quickly I've seen a lot of you on social media asking about tickets I just want to remind you if you do need tickets to the game tomorrow night the best place to get them the best place to get them, and you're going to save 20 bucks, is with our friends at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP. You're going to save $20 off your first purchase, guys. Like I said, they're going to have tickets to every single South Carolina football game, home and away. Also, any other sporting events you can go to, any other events, period, that you want to go to that you need tickets, SeatGeek has got it. they got a great ticket rating system, which rates the tickets for you based on the type of deal you're getting. So guys, obviously, nobody's scalping. Nobody's scalping tickets. Paper tickets aren't a thing. They're changing the game as far as ticket buying, though, because they're going to show exactly where you're sitting, how much you're paying, are you getting a good deal, are you getting ripped off, and especially in these times where I feel like ticket prices are just kind of so all over the place, you're going to want SeatGeek to help you out here. You're going to want them to kind of you know, hold your hand in the process. Be like, hey, this is the ticket you should get, not this one. You don't want to get ripped off, whatever. And also, guys, like I said, I'm trying to save you some money because, yeah, the tickets are a little pricey this year. Let's face it. The tickets are a little pricey. Why not put some money back in your pocket as well when you walk in the stadium? And like Dale from Edgefield said, go buy yourself a couple cold beers. Why not? Again, that's our friends at SeatGeek. Go download the SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P-R-S-U-P to save $20 off your first purchase. Guys, I'm Chris Phillips of the Spurs Up Show. As always, appreciate you all tuning in. Go Cox, beat Tennessee, and we will talk to you on Monday. inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.